Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Take it by our soul tonight. Got Melton tomorrow night, Trots Vision, and then co-hosting the Horse of the Year Awards on Sunday. So, they are songs for Bond. But I do live amongst life. Um, we move on to the fourth race in the card. A few little comments. For starters, then. Now, I wrote this in the form commentary. The, the more we have these 1,200-meter races, you'd think the more we'd be learning. I think I'm learning less. There's not really a consistent rhyme or reason, is there? There's... There's nothing yet quite to hang your hat on and say, okay, so these are the way these races go. One thing I will say, and they don't normally let you on uh, favourites too, too much, uh, the wagering service providers. They keep them nice and short. But I've got to tell you, class-wise, I think what we better believe is very attractive at $3.90. Do we agree? Look, I, I think so. If uh you weren't aware that it was a 1200 meter race i don't think you'd be scared off would you and 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 look why are we scared off sometimes because it is a 1200 meter race um like you said i haven't quite worked them out either um but we're getting slightly more of them so as time goes on i'm sure we'll get more au fait with it but um uh, when you look at a a horse race whether you look at a human race any type of race often not always but often um, the the best uh, athlete will win. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes that is the simplest uh, way to go about that, um, and you're trying to find um, the the winner. and And maybe it's it's a good plan to to stick to, good recipe to stick to, I should say. Otherwise, we read into it too much and we just confuse ourselves. And that's what I find I I do with these twelve hundred meter races. Yeah. Um, They've been pretty competitively priced, though, haven't they? So the, the way that they've, Rohanna's um, um, Race in Victoria, have scheduled the um, classes of some of these races have made it really interesting. Um, I just haven't quite got my head around it, and that's not a bad thing, I suppose, when it comes up on the Sky Channel screen. Um, it looks like it's a competitive race, and you think that every horse has got a got a chance here. So, and and look, if you were a trainer as well, you're not going to put a horse into a race that you think it's got no hope of earning a check, particularly when they're fit. So, um, this is where the expert tipsters such as yourself come to the fore and are able to flex their muscles and show why they are paid the big bucks. I'm, oh, I'm merely a race caller. Hey, give us a bit more, please. Um, the funny <laughs> thing about this race is. And it's sponsored by Sulky Out, the future of form pace. It's a random barrier draw. And seemingly the two classiest horses have drawn the two worst gates. It's quite bizarre. Um, Delvin I Robin, didn't realise that, actually. I thought most of the others have been done on the, on the class. Yeah, and it, it looks the same, yeah. It's incredible because Delvey Robin and We Better Believe, I've gone 9, 8, 1 and 2. Now, the one thing that I feel like is um, near enough to certain, the two crosses the one. I think Wendy's Wish, I think 1,200 metre races. A little bit like 1,700-metre races, but obviously exacerbated and extrapolated further. Um, people are less likely to hand up the lead. 
I mean, handing up over 1,200 metres just seems a little bizarre. So I think Wendy's wish will hold the lead. We better believe it showed good gate speed. Um, I don't know why the tab website calls it We Better Believe, but anyway, it's We Better Believe It. They can't fit it in. There's not enough characters within their system to add that last uh, word, it. 14, 3, 6, 9, 12. Yeah, you're right. Tiger bandwagon looks like it's longer, but it's an IT problem, <laughs> uh, as uh, as Wombat said last week. So, uh, yeah, We Better Believe, I think, will show that gate speed go up and um, park outside of Wendy's Wish, and then it's just a matter of when Matty Craven wants to push the button. If he pushes it at the right time, I think we better believe we'll win. It was a terrific run in a much stronger edition of one of these races behind Wine Gum. I thought uh, last night that was an up to one eleven, right? The highest rated horse here. Now that the, the one there was uh, Lip Breeder in in from memory, but the highest rated horse here is a seventy one, and that's all to rage. So this is an easier race uh, if Matty gets. Um, Happy trigger finger. A little bit too early. Delvey Robin can come home all over the top. Seaside Sister's going to be in a wonderful spot. And I, I think he's going much better than the figure form line might suggest, although she did win a couple of starts back. And uh, Major Major, old Major Major. Well, talent's never been his problem, Dan. So he's got he's got more than enough talent, Major Major. It's just sulky app, it says here. Well, application might be the problem there. Nine, eight, one and two for me, but... Really, the one bet in the race for me, I was—I thought Seaside Sister, if they'd put it up at a silly price, I was willing to back. But they're giving me $3.90 about we better believe. And based on the fact this is a drop in grade, we saw some gate speed last start. Speaking to Matty Craven before the race in the stables last time out, I think he's got a reasonable opinion of the horse. It's all good enough for me. Um, look, one, one, I've tipped the nine as well, we better believe it. So my tips are nine, two, eight and five. Um, he, he, I wouldn't say he jumped out at me, but I, I I'm, was actually still surprised he's a 64. I'm, I'm looking at We Better Believe It as if he's a better class of horse than where he's he, at. He so, is, isn't he? Like, he, realistically, he's going to get higher than most of these. Mm, yeah, absolutely. So nine, two, eight, and five. Just one little thing, if, if it's all right to be a little bit picky, if we're going to have more of these 1,200-metre races... Um, I noticed with the 1,200 metre previous races, we haven't had that many, but we're getting more of them. There's no overall time listed. So anyone yeah. that's looking at um, the references to form, uh, you know, you have a mile rate uh, pre with, with a lot of races. With the 1,200 metres, they'll have sectional times. We won't have the overall time. So we're going to need to put that overall time in. And when there's a best mile rate next to that horse... Um, in their uh, where their prize money is listed and and you know how many starts they've had. Um, that mile rate's usually relative to a mile or a twenty two hundred meter race. It just bears no significance over twelve hundred. So we might just have to tidy up that aspect. I mean, it's all good and well looking at the three quarters. I guess you can add them up. Don't get me wrong. But when you've got a best mile rate of one fifty three up top. And this horse is one over 1,200. And I can guarantee you, guarantee you, that the quarters that it ran last start would equate to a mile rate far quicker than 153.8. And it's relevant to the 1,200. So if we're going to have more of these 1,200-metre races, I think we've got to get um, the uh, statistics uh, more accurate for 1,200-metre races. I, think- I wouldn't even mind if the 1,200-metre um, cla- a different class system came in for 1,200-metre races and you can actually run, say, a meeting on a Tuesday night at Melton, all of them were over 1,200 metres, but they'd have to be under a different class system to everything else that's beyond 1,200. Any thoughts there? Oh, I love you, Dan. I just, honestly, I was going to make the point and then I wondered whether you'd, 
you'd agree with me. Um, and then you've made the point instead. I, t- to be honest, different class systems, uh, uh, a unique idea that I hadn't thought of. But two things, definitely um, there has to be a new time rating. For instance, here, we're going with We Better Believe It. It got beaten in 123.8 last start. Mustang won in 123.6. Now, whether that's meaningful or not, it's up to the punter, isn't it? But they can hang their hat on something. And that encourages turnover. And that increases stake money. And that's what we're about. But I'll tell you what I reckon. And I just love the idea of having a Tuesday or a Thursday, whatever it might be, that are all 1,200-meter races. Um, I don't love, even though I don't mind uh, punting into these two on Saturday night, I don't love having two on a Saturday night at Melton. It feels... It feels a little bit, I don't know whether you agree, but it feels like it's um, just fleshing out a meeting, whereas metropolitan meetings, higher quality needs to be preserved, and that's been difficult to do over uh, recent years, but higher quality needs to be preserved. And 1,200-metre races, as much as I'm moving in their direction to some degree, I kind of don't want a situation where then we're having 11 race cards where three of them are 1,200-metre races, and I'd love to see them all... Put in, put in their one place on a given day. And it would be a really exciting short turnarounds. It'd be an exciting day of racing. And people would really start to target those meetings, wouldn't they? Rather than maybe just sneaking in an extra one on a Saturday night, which yeah. I feel moderates the quality of the Metropolitan card sometimes. Yeah, look, I agree. And especially if we got one out of the way where there was eight or nine races over 1,200 metres, different classes, obviously. But as I said, I'd like to see a new class system brought in specifically for 1,200. But even if that didn't happen... There's all of a sudden eight or nine races in the system with 1,200 metre form, and that's going to help. If we keep doing it bit by bit, it's like cutting one toenail, yeah. you know, each week. Do you know what I mean? Before <laughs> the feet look right. By the time you get to the seventh toenail, you've got to start on the first one again. And and it's a bit like that. And and look, don't get me wrong, they're, they're being drip-fed into the system, and that's fine. It's a gradual acceptance. But well, let's let's have a, a – I, I suggested a Tuesday night. I don't think that would be unreasonable. And and then test it out and get a better idea. And um, if we're going to do that, and they're 1,200-metre races, every chance to be able to get a bit of a push and say, hey, we're going to do these with 20 to 25-minute tw- breaks as well, and I'm sure it'll work a lot better. Yeah, 20-minute breaks, I think I think people would love it. I think you'd actually get people on course uh, to some degree. And also, there would be punters who would say, all right, I'm going to target these meetings because I reckon I can make kill you out of them. We'll go through the tab, Golden Rain free-for-all before we take a break. Now, the scratching can better isolate. Um, again, I don't think there's any sport, any, apart from tennis. You take one person out of tennis, it makes life hard. But um, any team sport or any uh, sport involving uh, multiple combatants where if you take one runner out, you can change the race so entirely because I was pretty keen on better isolate. Um, you would have thought it would have led, then had options after that. Now La Captain looks the likely early leader trying to push everything else out. And here's where the confusion reigns now. You're looking at Code Bailey, Max Delight, Supreme Dominator, AG's White Sox, and maybe even Tango Tara. They're all high-quality horses. And now you've got to work out who's going to make the move first. Will they play Ducks and Drakes? And that's why I've sort of thrown everything out the window and just gone with who I think are the two class inform runners in AG's White Sox and Supreme Dominator. And to be honest, from what I saw at Warrigal, I'm happy to take the $4.60 bet. Supreme Dominator, Dan. Yeah, look, he's... Well, at least you've got confidence he's back in form because uh, 
we let him uh, go uh, at his last win, but we just didn't know where he was at. It, it seemed like he was at the crossroads, but he's picked it up. He was terrific, provided a, a, a terrific duel, really, that Warrigal Cup, wasn't it? And yeah. um, and we might get that uh, a similar result here, but there's there's obviously more depth to this race. I mean, you'd expect that Max Delight's going to improve. Code Bailey, um, you know, that wasn't really uh, the way that you'd want the race to be run to suit him last start. But still, I, I thought he was entitled to do a bit better. I'll tell you this one in this race that, interestingly... Let me guess, let me guess. Yeah, all right. Give me, tell me, give me, give me a little lead in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just say it's a, it's a style of uh, music that uh, mm. you would be accustomed to and uh, enjoy. I, th- I, I, I thought you might be uh, going this way. Um, let's rock, let's roll. Yeah, look, I, I know he hasn't had a run for a few weeks, um, which is sometimes a bit of a worry, but just held up a bit late, pinching a bit of ground off some pretty smart horses last start. We know he's just one-dimensional as a sit sprinter, but it might be the right race. I think now that he's sort of weaved his way through some of those metropolitan classes, this is known as the fast class. And I think that's what he wants, a faster pace, and he can come off the back of it. So he might be, well, he's my outsider in the race. I haven't put him on top, but I've got him in the mix and as a must uh, to be in your uh, quaddies. Um, but Supreme Dominator, 10 from 11, uh, and then I've thrown in the two, let's rock, let's roll, 10, 11, 2, and you know I could never leave Code Bailey out of a top four, number eight. I've gone 10, 11, 1 and 8, so very similar numbers. The other thing worth noting here, I think, is that... Um, that front line now without better isolate, it's good news for Max Delight because let's rock, let's roll the stable, mate. He's, they don't normally use him, but they won't have to use him much here. Cosimo goes straight back. I think Sahara Sirocco probably goes back. I think Courageous Saint, even though he's got gate speed, might go back after um, a disappointing run up at Mildura. Seb's choice will probably go forward, but you can just see out of those class second row runners, Max Delight settling closer than the rest at least initially. So I haven't got it in the top four, but um, I'd be playing relatively wide here. I was going to play skinny in the quaddy with, uh, I was just going to have better isolate Supreme Dominator and AG's White Sox. But now, well, you've been pumping up the big six. I'll, I'll go through the numbers here and we'll backtrack after the break and go to the other two legs that we've already um, we've already touched on. AG's White Sox, does it go in the quaddy and big six? AG's White Sox, yep. oh, absolutely. Supreme Dominator. My word. Uh, you've got Code Bailey in for sure. Oh, look, I think so. Code Bailey's in because you would feel like an idiot yeah, if he got up and you didn't put him in. I, th- I think that's going to be one of the most critical pre-race interviews that I do tomorrow night, Dan. Um, yeah. Just to find yeah, out. From, ab- yeah. No no doubt. It ta- well, it's, it is, isn't it? Because uh, who do you think leads? Uh, well, I think La Captain will lead initially and then, yeah. and then it'll be a matter of um, who makes a move, who can get there first, whether it's one... It would have to be a backline horse. It would have to be a backline horse. I couldn't see like Captain taking a trial behind a frontline no, horse, no, could no. you? That's what I mean. I think I think you'll yeah. hold them and say no, no, no to them. And then it'll be, you would think it'll be AG's White Sox or Max Delight or Supreme Dominator. Yeah. One of those three you'd think would probably take over. And I think we know that under the circumstances, they'd want it to be AG's White Sox. But you can't control that um, 100%. And that's what makes... The race so tricky. Quickly before a break, does, is uh, so definitely let's rock, let's roll. Is that where you end it, or do you throw in Max Delight and 
Like I couldn't have Max Delight on first up run. Okay. I need to some, see something more. Uh, I think at least Supreme Dominator and AG's White Sox can make their own luck. I don't want to underestimate Tango Tara. He's at the big odds. He had the race run to suit last start, but I'd put Tango Tara ahead of Max Delight at this stage. It's worth noting as we go to a break that Supreme Dominator, but he did bounce back to form, beat AG's White Sox, and I think most would agree probably went bigger than him in the... Uh, Warrigal Cup. So $4.60 versus $3.60. Supreme Dominator for Dan Malecki and Jay Bonds. Time for a break. We'll come back. Talk about race six. This is another interesting affair. I wouldn't mind. In fact, I very much want to know Dan Malecki's thoughts on the pole marker. Mighty flying art. Back in a moment. More Friday form battle on us here in track.